Always Crashing the Podcast is 100% a talk show for the on-demand internet age. Tim Notary is 100% a real person and a work of fiction. This is a show about fiction, non-fiction, reality, and surreality. It is not mine, it is yours. Welcome to Always Crashing, a drive-time talk show for the on-demand internet age. I am your host, Tim Notary. And that's right, this week, it is a clip show. Uh, And maybe next week, too. Maybe not. Definitely, definitely, this week is a clip show. I put it together for you from clips from our uh, first two seasons, maybe? I don't remember. There's a bunch of clips uh, that me and, uh, that, you know, I told Terry to gather. I think he added a few of his own in there. Terry's nodding at me. Yes. Thumbs up. Uh, that's correct. Uh, but yeah, the next month it's kind of busy for us. Uh, station management is at some kind of Ash Ram in Ojai, California for a silent retreat for the, they said the foreseeable future. Um, but knowing them usually like maybe three weeks before they, they really need to check their Twitter and they break down and, uh, drive out into, you know, the, the nearest, the nearest boost mobile or cricket or, uh, one of those to get a cell phone so that they can get on Twitter. Um, but that being said, Oh yeah, that that being said, uh, besides station management being uh, not around to you know manage us, uh, Terry has his uh, f- you know his his uh, Scranton Fringe one man two man show one one. What are you calling it, Terry? It's the uh, it's the, uh, the 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 one man two person show. Me and uh, Coco. Uh, are putting it on. We have, we're in rehearsal right now. Dress rehearsal starts next week. But yeah, you know we're gonna do uh, so the surprising where her her uh, her special kind of uh, uh, ventriloquism, soliloquism, uh, vent, uh, ventriloquy. We haven't really decided on a title yet. That's what we're kind of going into lockdown mode on a cabin up in you know Shemokin State Park. Uh, for the next uh, few few days to try to nail down uh, copy and whatnot. So that's going to be fun for me. Well, thank you, Terry. I'm turning your mic off and shutting it down. So yeah, that just kind of leaves me. Uh, and it is now officially in my contract that I am not allowed to run this show unsupervised or alone. And I don't really want to. So I we have this clip show this week. And probably off the air until station management comes back 
So, uh, you know, go back and go back and listen. Hopefully this clip show inspires you to go back and listen to some old episodes. Uh, is this good sound quality? I'm getting a thumbs down. Well, I don't care. Hopefully you understood most of this message. Without further ado, our first clip show, number one. Meet Terry, Terry. Live most from Japan, Japan. To Where's my pyramid? They've never gave me one. They never, they never entombed me with, with mummies and gold and jewels like I, I, I deserved. And I didn't complain about that. I, I never once complained to them that they, they were not postulating or prostituting themselves to me. I allowed them free access and free form jazz to the studio and my recording equipment and audio equipment provided them with hours of research, decades of, of skills and, and learnings. And they, they, they dared to strike and I, I can hear them. They don't think that I can't hear them out there on the proverbial picket line marching up and down the street with their drums and their horns and their clicker clackers and their signs talking, you know, and, and their effigies of me dressed up as a grim reaper that I won't provide them with a living wage. I, I just, I, I, I just don't understand. Even station management has turned against me. They've locked me out. Really, when you think about it, they've locked me in. I don't know how I'm going to get out there through that picket line tonight when when the workday is over and the, the wolf whistle whistles. I just wanted to make something fun. Some comedy. I didn't want this to be serious. I just wanted to invite everyone in. So we bought a giant 80-story building in downtown Chicago to house everyone. And we bought a power, you know, we bought land to build apartment buildings to house everyone so that their commute would be easy right by train stops. And we, we, we bribed city officials and we, we buttered the juices of industry and and politics and society and we had so many lobbyists and so many policymakers make this happen and now they say that i'm exploiting them you know 
listener audience, when you when you get to the top, everybody just wants to pull you down. Well, that's going to do it for season two of Always Crashing the Podcast. I've enjoyed it. I've had a good time. I've, I've had fun. Uh, some songs, some dancing, a ventriloquism act, I believe we brought you. But now it's just me in this quiet studio. They 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 didn't even tune my guitar, so it's out of tune. I don't know how to tune it. I won't play it for you, won't bother. I hope I hope I have your thoughts and prayers in this difficult time as I negotiate, I guess, a, a contract. Terry, I don't, you know, I can't believe he would do this to me. We're family. I can't believe station management would do this to me. They I, I thought they had my back of all people. They were the ruthless one. They were the one who had the five-year plan to bring to bring up, you know, products to market, more podcasts, more products to advertise. It was going to be an empire, the likes of which this universe would tremble before. But now we're back to square one, and they're not going to force my hand. I'm I'm not going to allow my hands to be forced. My hands do what they want, when they want, how they want. They don't want to do anything. They won't do anything. My hands, and so and so with that pearl of wisdom, I leave you that you know to have empathy for your hands and your fingers and your toenails and your fingernails and your toes and your feet and your ankles, your whole body even. Respect it. Hold on to it. Love it. Otherwise, it obviously will turn against you and rise up and make demands. I know, Ziggy. It's just me and the cats. You lose your mind. Okay, fade, fade out. Uh, well, I guess I'm the one now that's going to be fading this out. I guess I have to do that. I don't know what button does that. Is there a button that I press? You lose your mind. And, and my... So the... Somehow... Well... Then I ask you to open a history book and particularly open all of the history books ever written and try to come up with something that makes sense to anyone at any time um, because it's it's all just made up on the spot <laughs> and then at some point someone takes it seriously and, you know, we... We end up with, uh, uh, you know, 5,000 years of assholes in charge. You lose your mind. I'm, I've placed last. Be adult. Welcome to Always Crashing, a drive-time talk show for the on-demand internet age. I am your host, Dan Ratherman. I am here in my own studio of my own design in a non-disclosed secret location in a bunker under the earth that I had prepared just for such an occasion. Should I ever be asked to return to the recording profession, and I have, um, station management intercepted some of my mixtapes that I was sending Tim. And they said, Dan, we're restructuring here at Always Crashing. The podcast, uh, the parent company, A Crash Pod, is, um, uh, you know, moving, moving the show in a new direction. 
we we regret to inform that you know we we have to let you know Tim take a backseat role since things that I had done and they liked the things that I had done you know they they said that me kind of destroying his identity and taking apart his life and making him enter into a paranoid state not wanting to record or be recorded it showed initiative and so they said that it was that since I was not an official part of the company it was not an official performance review a uh, introductory performance review they uh, since I was not eligible for a full performance review yet but they said that they liked the initiative that I was taking to uh, find new and creative ways to capture audio and publish information and I hadn't been told that for a long time so it seemed it seemed for me the safest way was to throw my hat in the ring with some type of a conglomerate company rather than operating completely in the wind and in the void at the behest of of people like Tim and Terry so now this is the Dan Ratherman show well it's still always crashing the podcast but for the final episode of the marathon i'm hosting so we're gonna talk about the things that i want to talk about we're not going to be talking to anyone from the deeper dark web or nonsense about extraterrestrial bird life forms we're going to be talking about real things and real things that are happening in the world You know, I heard Tim refrain on and on about how he didn't want this to be a political podcast, but the world is political, Uh, which which is why I took the stance of removing myself from real estate and commerce and consumption and just kind of foraging and living a life on my own like Ralph Waldo Emerson taught me in that great in- instructional manual that he wrote on Walden Pond. A- an excellent thing if you've never read it. Quite quite dry and boring and the long passages about ants. But, uh, you know, what can we learn from the ants? Well, we can learn how to organize and, and defend, much like I had done in my previous life as a, a dancing advocate and activist. Now I have the last laugh against so-called artists like Tim Notary and Andy Warhol. Now Dan Ratherman's in control. He controls both the the vertical and the diagonal and the horizontal and the line that goes uh, in and out towards you, the x-axis and the y-axis. I control the z-axis. I control... Access Hollywood. I control the lines that go from north to south and east to west. I control lines of latitude and longitude. This show can go go in reverse. It can go upside down. It can go backwards and forwards like a a veritable magic elevator that does not infringe on Roald Dahl's IP. But I would like to point out that Roald Dahl also was a surveillance man. He also listened to conversations 
and transcribed them and wrote them down and put codes onto the radio waves, numbers, ones and eights and sixteens and sevens read off randomly to confuse the enemy. Station management has given me free reign to do the programming that I want to do, and I will take this opportunity to play you a, 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 I don't know that I would call it a song, but uh, it is found audio that I found on the internet. So have a listen to it. You lose your mind. Appropriate and different cultures where individual who P Ratherman by this experience and if Terry were here right now I would tell him that he was right and I would give him a hug but luckily he's not so who knows what tomorrow will bring thank you listeners as always for tuning in and listening to the show thank you to our engineer Nicholas TJ thank you to our line producer Daniel P. Ratherman. I I know that's a big reveal, but yes, Daniel Ratherman has has been producing the show while also playing the character of Daniel P. Ratherman. Thank you uh, to my co-host and cousin Terry for sticking with the crazy illogical demands that I have made of him to sort of kind of get get my message out there so as you continue to listen to season two of always crashing the podcast expect to never know what you're going to hear or why or how it connects to the rest of it i leave that up to you to decide but but know that it has been decided by me who is station management and this has all been a test good night Crashpod on Twitter or uh, info at a crashpod.com or just go to the website at crashpod.com. This, this has been Always Crashing the Marathon, the podcast, season two. Uh, we will we will uh, be dropping our next episode um, uh, in two weeks from now, probably on a Wednesday. I, it's a day that comes later. This show can go go in reverse. It can go upside down. It can go upside down. It can go upside down. It can go backwards. A veritable magic elevator. And forwards, and forwards, and forwards, and forwards, and forwards, and forwards, and Welcome to Always Crashing, a drive-time talk show for the on-demand internet age. I'm your host, Tim Notary, a place where you get to know each other. A place where you get to, a place where you get to listen to my voice. And, and, and just think about it. 
in the world. Um, and one of the first things I would like to bring to your attention is um, something most people don't know about. It's very important, um, and it affects everyone in the world. Uh, it's about the air we breathe. Uh, people don't realize that the air we breathe is just filled with these little microscopic organisms. I, you know, it's something that we learn in science classes as young people, but it's sort of just passed off, not as something amazing or scary or wonderful, but to just think about it. There are these little things that live in the air, invisible, controlling us. And so when I talk about, you know, in my books and, and in my work and my essays and manifesto about the invisible hand, I, I, it, it's about these, these bacteria and viruses and, and, and parasites that inhabit every single one of us breathing in and breathing out, exchanging information. Who put those microbes there? What are they doing there? How, why are they just allowed free passage in and out of our bodies? I don't want to be a host organism. It's not, that's not my America. That's not my world. Um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very liberal thinker. Um, I, I, I'm very foundational. I believe every life is sacred, but every, every life is also guaranteed to certain rights. And my question is, who's on top of the food chain here? Who, who, who uh, are we not the, the dominant species and the apex that would just allow these tiny little creatures a free ride? gestating and 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 reproducing within our own bodies now big science the where the money is big science is my term for you know capital b capital s bullshit big science wants us to believe that some of these microbes are beneficial for us you know jamie lee curtis gets up on tv and talks about probiotics Probiotics. Well, what about prohumanotics? Well, that's a that's a very mm. good place for uh, I guess us to start a dialogue. Thank you for introducing yourself and the topic, um, Doctor Keith. Mm, yeah, yeah. What would you like to talk about? Um. So yeah, you use that word prohumanotics. Uh, can can you expound a little bit more on what what you mean by prohumanotics? Mm, yeah. And you know, I, I, I haven't been able to get a job because they look at me and they say, oh, I can't hire a bug. 
because uh, they got 10 spider applicants and they're just going to be saying, oh, humans hate spiders and they squish them because we're scary and we move in a funny way and we, we, we have all these little spindly legs and we move fast and slow and we jump and we bite and we can fly in the air and we have all these superpowers. Uh... You know, as the say, what what is? I I hear that noise. No, that's that's still my cat. Uh, I think she wants food or something. I don't know. She's banging on her dish in the background. Well, I I thought this was a professional show. What was that little X sound? I'm I'm a bug. I'm just trying to learn how to speak uh, using my. Various implements to cause uh, human sounds. Oh, so you're not speaking with a mouth or vocal cords? Of course I'm not speaking with a mouth or vocal cords. I'm an insect. I'm a tiny little bug. You do have quite a deep voice for a bug. Usually when I think of, you know, humans betraying insects in, you know, uh, movies and such, they tend to have like high little spindly voices because they're, yeah, it's a mis, you know, if I truly had a vocal instrument, it probably would be high and spindly, but I am making, I'm banging my fists and legs and and antennae against various parts of my body and thing to produce uh, human type sounds that sound like this. Oh, well, that's interesting. It, well, oh, I'm glad I can interest you. That, okay. Um, uh, you do. I mean, I, I, listen, I was surprised. I wasn't expecting there to just be this talking bug on my microphone today as I, you know, just returned from having been kidnapped by uh, supernatural cult-like forces, forces trying to destroy the world and, um, <laughs> you know, extra-dimensional beings who apparently have ripped uh, the fabric of reality in half. Reality has been split in half, yes, it has. Timmy, where are you going with all this weird cackling and stuff right now? Like, we had this thing going where I was a bug, and you were talking to me. I like that. I like the bug thing. What do you mean, Terry? What cackling? There's, uh, you don't hear that? You, you're you doing that in the background, like, over the recording. You're just repeating and, and cackling as if to say, oh, some, you brought some demon back uh, from this thing, but I like uh, that's is that's creepy. That's not entertaining. That's not funny. That's not a, like a conspiracy type thing. I wouldn't listen to that on uh, my drive up and down eighty one. Uh, it, it would it would be very scary to me. Now we're trying to do this fun little show, and you're just cackling. Maybe it's because I brought something back from another dimension. <laughs> okay, wh- why are you doing that? That uh, you brought something back from another dimension, like a like a demon or something? That's very dark. That's a very dark thing. 
I don't know. Sorry. I apologize for doing that accent. Uh, no, I don't apologize for myself, especially since apparently we're just making up stuff right now and you're a demon how is that supposed to fit into the universe that we've already built I think it fits in very well <laughs> now a couple two three things about this we had a good thing going with the keystone and the quakers and all that and why are we going after it? Why you gotta be like, like what we were gonna do an interview with, uh, with Coswald Oblepot? I had my, I had my Coswald Oblepot ready. Coswald Oblepot is ready. <laughs> I'm here from another dimension. I have brought the keystone. The thirteenth dimension is in ruins. It has been overrun by demon. Now, what are you doing? I you can't do Coswald. I'm Coswald. I am Coswald Applebot, and you are Terry No Terry, the researcher, eminent podcaster. Studying the darkness that surrounds the universe and is pervading into it. Okay. Okay, fine. You're you're gonna do Coswald. I was really looking forward to being Coswald, but I guess I'll just be Terry and you could be this whatever weird psychotic demon nonsense you're doing i am goswald but i don't know of any demons are you saying your cousin tim brought a demon back from the oakland coliseum inside of him that is trying to communicate through okay Timmy. yes that's exactly what's happening uh, Coswald, a, a demon apparently is uh, hijacking our podcast and is just talking over. <laughs> I am a demon now. <laughs> yeah, we missed that. You you don't have to keep saying. Oh, oh a new saying, I will keep saying. What about Doctor B? do it for today's episode folks uh this has been always crashing with tim and terry and our fun little cast of demonic 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 demonic, demonic. demonic. look out look up, because they're coming they're to coming to get, get you, get you margaret. margaret margaret you lose your mind <laughs> so please do yourselves <laughs> If, if I was the young man that I was before I, you know, got in got into despair, um, as as previously mentioned, as documented in in the movie about my life, the conversation, um, my my job would have been way more interesting. 
you know, a lot of my job was was setting up microphones and setting up cameras um, and positioning, you know, different places and points of surveillance uh, for, to surveil specific people or large groups of people and, and you know, kind of cast a net like a fisherman into the ocean. But but now it's just like the the there's just a one big net in the ocean just ready for anybody who 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 to pull up the net and uh that's fascinating to me like my if i if if that kind of groundwork of having surveillance and listening devices in people's homes just constantly on waiting waiting to record them waiting to hear them uh my job would have been way more interesting i probably would not have gotten into the kind of paranoid state that i i I had gotten into uh uh, you know wondering where the microphone was and and where the camera was and where where all that you know where the devices were that were, were recording me and listening to me to be used against me because I, I you know I would know where they are they, I have it, it it's uh, it's in my home <laughs> uh, to, you know it, it's 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 there and just connect disconnected and I it, you know as a young man and if this this were true in the 70s and 80s well I I, 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 I could act I, I could have accessed the information that I needed to realize what kind of conspiracy that you know was was being carried out against me. To have the editors do all the work and not any cobble a show together from voice clips of that he's already said. But but you get what I mean. Like I've recorded so much for the purpose of you know training intelligent systems to create new things and new ideas and new people and new places and new voices like Siri or Alexa or you know whatever no no Alexa I don't no, we need to unplug that when we record um but you know you know what I'm saying like some some artificial intelligence shit get get that AI machine learning the the Zuckerberg shit the real you know um Skynet shit, but not evil, you know, just for fun, for shows that kind of just like, you know, you, you type out a script and then it's my voice saying it because my voice is wonderful. The editors do all the work. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me more about that, Timmy. The editors do all the work. And that's not fun for me. That's not what I got. It. That's not why I got got into this, this, this thing and started doing this. I wanted to, to play and have fun with my cousin who I thought was also interested in this stuff, but Terry, I totally am interested in it, but I, I, I just want to relax right now. Oh, all right. But we're doing a marathon. This was, this, this was your idea. I thought, yeah, it's pretty great. It's great. It's, it's a great idea. The editors do all the work. All right. Well, um, see you. See you next time on the podcast. My co-host, everybody's gone AWOL again. As per usual, uh, always crashing. Uh, crashpod.com, uh, crashpod on Twitter. Uh, this is the end of the show. That's how I usually end it. And goodbye. Yeah. Wow. Wow.